take that step back and look at yourself a month ago, three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, a year ago, five years ago. What do you do differently on a daily basis than then? Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to Gather in Growth. If you remember the last solo episode that came out, hi, I am still sitting in the same chair, batch recording today because tomorrow is my due date. Obviously, when this episode airs, that will not be true, but that's where we're at today. So to recap, I knew I had to record several episodes today. And I needed a little bit of inspirational help because my brain, it is operating on minimal brain cells. So I reached out to the mastermind groups that I currently facilitate. Currently have six groups up and running with six to seven rural women in each of them spanning everything from stay-at-home moms to women working on really cool career goals to women building businesses to content creators to just all kinds of kinds of doers and dreamers and goal setters and women who are just very passionate about their personal growth and diving into where they're at and setting intentions for where they're going and doing so in community with like-minded women from not even just this country, but beyond. It is one of my favorite things about what I do. These conversations, I always walk away feeling inspired and encouraged and reflective. And just the fact that I get to spend so many hours a week in these types of conversations is one of the greatest honors and privileges I've ever been a part of. So anyway, I reach out to the mastermind groups and I'm like, hey guys, I have multiple podcast episodes to record in preparation for baby. I need your help. What would be helpful for you or What have we been talking about in masterminds that have really resonated with you? What's something over this past year or six months or season that you have learned or now understand about yourself or ways that you've grown and that you think more people need to hear? And as I said in the last solo episode, there were some very distinct common themes that arose between you know, this 36, 40 or so women sharing their reflections. So the first one that I talked about was just the idea of being your own cheerleader and having confidence in yourself and recognizing your strengths and, you know, having the audacity to go after whatever kind of intentionality, goal, dream, et cetera, that you have. The second one that became a very clear 
through line was this concept of goals and specifically what it looks like to pursue goals while meeting yourself where you're at. You know, I think a lot of times when we talk about goals, we think that goals always have to be actionable, measurable. There has to be a specific outcome. They have to be all or nothing. You got to go 100% in. And while there is validity in so much of that, I mean, I was a teacher and totally lived through the whole SMART goal era. And there is a lot to be said for metrics and measuring your success and getting to where you want to be. Like, hear me in all of that. That is valid. That is good. That has a time and a place. And there are certainly episodes on the show that get into that. But what a lot of people have been taking away from conversations and masterminds is what it looks like to pursue goals that are intangible, that are not measurable, that are not even necessarily recognized by other people or not even something they necessarily talk about. And also what it looks like to be in pursuit of a goal or a dream while being very present in the season that you are in. And just acknowledging that something doesn't have to be all or nothing to be worthwhile at all. Hey friend, are you ready to take your growth to the next level? Do you crave building meaningful connections with like-minded women who get you? then you need to be at the Ascend Retreat. My upcoming Ascend Retreat is a four-day event that will be held in Gulf Shores, Alabama from March 14th through 17th. During the retreat, you'll have the opportunity to connect with other rural women who are passionate about personal growth, gain clarity around your goals and priorities that are keeping you awake at night, learn from experienced coaches and mentors, including Kylie Epperson, Coach Kaya, and yours truly, create an action plan to bring your dream life to fruition and participate in workshops, guided activities, and individualized coaching that will not only help you grow and evolve, but shed the limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck. So what are you waiting for? Register for Ascend today and start the journey to becoming the most aligned, healthy, and purpose-driven version of you. Links to learn more and register are in today's show notes. But wait, there's more. Did you catch that cheesy reference? Podcast listeners can use code GATHER to save $200 off retreat registration through the month of September. Again, code GATHER at checkout to save $200. I simply cannot wait to ascend with you on the beach this March. Those are the two major points that we're going to hit today. It's just kind of this concept around intangible goals and then also what it looks like to be in pursuit of goals while meeting yourself where you're at in your very season of life. First one, intangible goals. When we are in pursuit of a journey, a personal growth journey, maybe an entrepreneurial journey, maybe a career change, maybe a significant lifestyle change, there is often a very concrete attachment to this one specific outcome of where we want to be. And that is fantastic. But 
after the number of conversations I've had with women who are in pursuit of something, X, Y, and Z, insert your own thing there, I've noticed there's so many deeper nuances along the way in pursuit of bringing a vision to life, whether it's recreating your lifestyle, starting a business, training for a race, leaving your corporate job, transitioning to stay-at-home mom life, transitioning out of stay-at-home mom life, whatever your goal is, buying the farm, farming full-time, you know, redefining your role. We don't need to get into logistics of that. We often see where we're at and we see the end goal. And as we've talked about on this podcast, we reverse engineer those domino effect, those baby steps, those very concrete to-do list items, right? I'm going to reach out to the client. I'm going to start the Instagram page. I'm going to start looking for jobs. I'm going to make the training plan. I'm going to put on my running shoes, whatever it is. But what I've noticed is in pursuit of something, there is a lot that has to rearrange and a lot of micro shifts that make within ourselves along the way. And that is often the unseen, intangible, really hard work. That is totally reshifting our identity. That is doing all of these background pieces so that something else can be true. That is working on kind of these side projects and goals, many things that have to line up in order to make something else possible. And a lot of times, if we're not aware of it, we don't even consciously know how much time, effort, energy, and capacity we've devoted to all of these The word that comes to mind is side quests or not side quests, but these internal or external shifts that aren't necessarily to-do list items or aren't necessarily like, you know, the 25 steps you'd lay out between here and there, but are so critical and so important as we get to where we want to go. But, you know, I see women come into these conversations that are like, oh, I've made no progress or I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I thought I'd be further by now. I'm feeling so discouraged because I assumed I would be further along or I assumed it would feel differently. And then we take a step back and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You've been working on this. You've been doing that. Your mindset around this thing is totally different the belief that you have in yourself around this is totally different. You've had this conversation, you've done this thing over here. You know, the entire functioning of your household looks different. The way you're taking care of your body is different. There's so much work that you have been doing behind the scenes that you will never write on a to-do list, that you will never map out from point A to point Z, but it all matters so much. When we think about making significant changes, it's not the end goal that makes our life different. It's all of these micro shifts along the way that create a new reality and existence for ourselves and the people around us. But so often we don't see that as valuable or even see it as progress whatsoever. And so for someone like me, for an Enneagram 3 not saying exclusively in Enneagram 3, but if you're someone who identifies as a goal-getter, dreamer, achiever, yada, 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 
someone who is used to checking boxes and doing things, it can feel like you're not making progress, especially if you pull out the measuring stick and start looking about what she's doing or what they're doing or what they're talking about. But I invite you to take that step back and look at yourself a month ago, three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, a year ago, five years ago. What do you do differently on a daily basis than then? How do you process things differently today than at that point in time? How is your mental health changed from now to then? How have your relationships grown? How has your trust and belief in yourself grown? How has your self-awareness changed? All of these things are not necessarily action items. They're not measurable. They're not, you know, necessarily the, I wrote a book, Instagram post. It's not as sexy or flashy to talk about going to therapy to overcome limiting beliefs or trauma or anxiety. It's not as, it doesn't feel like you're making progress on, you know, going full-time with your business. But when you look at the last several months, when you've been, you know, spending all the time to do all of these other things that need to be true in order for that to be a reality, you're making so much more progress than you're giving yourself credit for. And when you think about the trajectory of life, what's the most important? That holistic growth as a person, that total change in yourself and your dynamics and your understanding and your health or just crossing a goal off the to-do list because I have crossed goals off the to-do list and felt equally as miserable on the other side. I have sprinted towards the things that I thought once this is true, then I will be happy. Once this is true, then I will be enough. Once this is true, then they will love me. Once this is true, then, then, then. And that's not the case. Sometimes those tangible, measurable, actionable goals don't actually get us closer to feeling the way we want to feel or living the life that we want to have. But these small, incremental sometimes unrecognizable changes, that growth and that progress that isn't flashy or definable, that's what makes the changes. That's what transforms the trajectory of our life. And it's not always easy to recognize, which is why masterminds or, you know, just being in community with other people, whether through you know, a group at a retreat or your close group of friends, or even within your relationship to be able to help hold each other accountable and recognize just how far you've come is so powerful because that's what really makes the biggest difference in the long run. The second thing, semi along the same lines, but also kind of different is You know, there's a lot of truth in the messaging of like, go all in, go 100%, like do the thing, bring it to life. Gosh, you know, I will be your biggest cheerleader for that. But I've also come to recognize that that messaging can be really damaging because we feel like if we're not giving something a million percent, that it's just not possible. And we feel like 
you know, it's like that go big or go home. Well, sometimes we're also just existing, doing a lot of other things in life. And so it's okay to take a step back, to take it slow, to focus on where you're at right now in the small ways that you can build to where you want to be. Just because you can't do something a million percent in this moment doesn't mean it's not worth your time. And part of that is having compassion and understanding and meeting yourself where you're at. You know, if you are a stay-at-home mom who's also trying to build a business, that's going to look totally different than if you had eight uninterrupted work hours in a given day. But that doesn't mean that the idea that you have is for nothing or that you can't make incremental progress to where you want to be. You can see the vision for a determined time in the future and know that you can start working on some things now that feel really good and really soul-giving and really life-giving and know that it's leading you to a season where you will be able to go more all in, but you're laying the groundwork and foundation today in a way that makes sense for where you're at. Just focus on those baby steps. I think we also have put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have everything all figured out. And I don't know where that comes from, but a really valuable takeaway that someone shared when I asked was, what does it look like to give yourself space to figure out what you want? Instead of immediately jumping to the next thing or immediately jumping to trying to figure out the thing and then going all in. What does it look like to give yourself space to even figure out what you like? Give yourself time to figure out what you want. Give yourself freedom to explore and try new things without having a tangible outcome attached to it. I think that feels for a lot of us like a waste of time. Like, oh, if this isn't building up to something, then what am I even doing here? Well, what if it's just for fun? What if it's a creative outlet? What if you want to start writing and a blog sounds fun and you don't have to stress about having it look super polished and you don't have to worry about monetizing it or turning it into anything other than just a living diary of your life in this season? What if you gave yourself permission to crochet or paint, not to sell, but just to tap into your creative energy? What if you started sharing online to connect with other people who might be interested in the things that you are without the pressure of growing a following or focusing on likes or comments or reach or metrics? What if you just experimented and played? And if you happen to tap into a passion that you really love and want to turn it into a bigger goal or dream than that, fantastic. But what if you just gave yourself the okay to play? I think that, and I've made a podcast episode about this in the past, about the confusing intersection between chasing and content. Because for a lot of us, there's like, it's like that visual of like the two voices on your shoulder. One that's like, go, 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 go. One that's like, nah, you're good. It's fine. You know, Where does that boundary lie for you of continually pursuing growth, holding yourself accountable, you know, letting yourself bring your dreams to life, 
while also really being at peace with where you're at, like acknowledging that your season you're in, being where your feet are, embracing the everyday moments of your reality. And that's not an answer that I have for you. But I am here to tell you it's not one or the other. It's not you have to go balls to the walls or you have to do nothing. There is space in the middle for you to set the pace for what this looks like. Gosh, this goes back to the idea of comparison. Again, you don't have to do whatever it is you want to do in the same way that anyone else is doing it. You get to set the pace, which is very maddening. It's much easier for someone else to tell us what the pace is and for us to keep up with it, especially if that's what you've done your whole life. If you've always done what your parents wanted you to do or your teachers what you wanted to do or your coach or your spouse or your friends, having the autonomy within yourself to recognize what your goals are and the pace in which feels good to pursue them is very uncomfy. Because there's this constant push and pull between pushing too hard towards burnout and not doing enough and feeling lazy. So I invite you to reflect and identify, what do you actually want? What do you want each day to feel like? How do you want to spend your time? And if you are going to set tangible goals, to do so accordingly and know that it doesn't have to happen tomorrow to be relevant. And know that sometimes the most important work that you're doing simply cannot be defined. It cannot be measured. It's not necessarily going to be on your resume or on your checklist or even something you post about on your feed or talked about to anyone else. But that inner work, that behind the scenes, that internal shifting, all those little things that you're thinking through and processing and working on that stuff really matters too. So if I had to give you a little summary, little summary of this episode, here are four main takeaways. Number one, goals do not have to be all or nothing. You can have dreams and goals, but it is celebrated, welcome, fine to start small and baby step your way towards them. You're not going to write a whole book in one sitting. You're just not. It's okay to take it slow. You don't have to do everything overnight. Give yourself space to figure out what you want and what you're passionate about. Set realistic expectations for each season. Life is so full of these changing seasons. I feel like no one understands that better than people in agriculture, which I know a lot of you can relate to. Every season is different. Planting is different from growing, is different from harvest, is different from winter. So when you're going through a specific season in life, your capacity and bandwidth is going to look different than others. And that's okay. I think one of the most harmful things that we can do is not only compare ourselves to others, but compare ourselves to how we exist in other seasons. And then once again, the intangible progress matters just as much as everything on your action item list or your to-do list. So... I am always here to cheerlead for you. And whether that looks like running 110% towards the big thing that's on your heart or whether that means taking a step back and taking it slow, I promise you are going to get exactly where you're meant to be. It might look different than you had planned, but that's a really fun part of the journey. And this life is so much more than a to-do list. This personal growth journey that you're on 
is about coming home to yourself and understanding who you are and what you need and what lights you up and embracing the beauty and joy and chaos and hard stuff and everything in between every step of the way. So until next time, I am so forever grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.